I think that in my role and being in a leadership role, any leadership role, you know, the, the biggest challenge is just finding your space, finding your way. But what I'll tell you, I have become more and more comfortable with is being me. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. We have an absolute treat for you today. Our guest is a trailblazer in the tech industry, a seasoned leader, and an inspirational teacher. When I say that we have a special guest, I really mean it. She travels all over the world. She travels all over the U.S. She's given speeches every single where. And hopefully by the end of today's podcast, you'll understand why we are happy to be able to squeeze her away from a busy schedule to join us on our special podcast. Joining us is Danielle Estrada. She's a general manager of the consulting services of Microsoft in the Northeast region. What's even more exciting is that she was able to bring all the amazing tech minds together. So recently, I was able to be part of this group. I'm not sure why, but I was part of this group that she brought together in Vegas to talk about how we can grow and scale with Microsoft. And not only just scale with Microsoft, do it in a way that can make a huge impact. So she brought us down. We looked at all the strategies that could take place, but she also treated us to a game. So we're really grateful to be able to uh, witness an amazing game at their what we call the Microsoft Suite at the great new, great new stadium. You guys have to check this out. But Outside of that, Danielle has a remarkable leadership path, a remarkable leadership journey that we're going to hear about. She's what I call impactful individual because she's the GM, one of the largest Microsoft regions there is, and her commitment to fostering success within the Microsoft ecosystem is amazing. Danielle, welcome. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So glad to be here. Just so excited to be here and be with you. Danielle, this is David, and throughout our conversation today, my twin and I will make sure we, we highlight who's asking you the question so our audience can keep up with us here. But Danielle, it's an honor to have you on the program. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your own leadership journey, including what led you to Microsoft sure. and to becoming the general manager of the consulting services at Microsoft Northeast? Sure. Absolutely. So I'll tell you, when I graduated from high school, um, and I ask young people this all the time. What do you want to do when you, when you get out of school? Right. And I'll tell you, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was somewhat lost at what my journey was going to look like. I knew that I needed to go to college. I needed to get a degree as a black female, you know, growing up in the eighties and the nineties and just trying to find my place in the world. I didn't know where I was going to go. But one of the blessings that I had was in every job that I had, and, I, and I'm going to call that my, my exploration time when I was figuring out my life, 
folks took notice of me. They took notice of my style. They took notice of my capabilities. And I was blessed to have people in my ear telling me, you have talent. There's more in you. You need to get out there. So I was encouraged to go to school, graduate from college, get a master's degree. I was told back then I needed to check some boxes. In order to have a seat at the table, I needed to check some boxes, which meant getting my degree. And I did that. And I had entry into the telecommunications industry in tech. And I got my undergrad in telecommunications management. And I just soared from there. I got into project management. Um, and then I started running big, massive system integration programs for big tech companies. I got into consulting and just continued to soar. Every company that I entered, I quickly moved into a leadership position. Uh, most recently, I had a team of 300 people that were under my leadership, and I ran a $10 billion project successfully that no one else was able to successfully complete. So some of those accomplishments just set the stage for me to continue to do more. And I found myself in a place of, I was working for a company that I wanted to transition out of, and I was trying to figure out what was next for me and the power of networking, right? I had a good, good, good girlfriend that we worked together and I was trying to figure out where I was gonna go next. And she said, Danielle, Microsoft needs you. You gotta come here, come here. And I felt it, right? The network works. And um, she submitted some referrals, made some, some calls and I, I got introduced and came into Microsoft and our customer success unit. At that time, we were making a change and a shift and making sure that our customers could adopt and consume um, our platform. So I got into our customer success unit, came in Danielle style and continued to soar. I wanted more, I wanted to learn more. I wanted more exposure to this big giant brand and company. And I wanted to get into the sales organization, quickly got into sales, continued to soar, crushed my numbers. And then I wanted to move back into a leadership position and so I came over to our enterprise commercial organization, which is where I am now. And um, <laughs> I continued to soar. <laughs> and they asked me to run the consulting business here in the Northeast. And so most recently, I've become the GM and I'm running all of consulting services for the Northeast Territory and continuing to soar. This is Danny. That's really exciting because when I think about the mindset, and a lot of times, Dave and I, when we have our guests on, we're always talking about mindset. They have the mindset to want to continue to soar. They have the mindset to want to go after and, and, and not think about shrinking back. This is a great opportunity. Let's go for it. The networking. Yeah. Hey, you should go here. You did it. And so I want to encourage our audience. Listen, if you're listening to the podcast and you realize that, hey, I'm hesitant, I'm going to ask each and every one of you, take a chance, spread your wings, soar. What do you have to lose? Take a chance. And just go after your dreams. Go after making a great impact. Go after making humongous impacts. If you look at Danielle's LinkedIn page, you'll see that she did a huge, what I call impacts in these big organizations like Fannie Mae, $10 billion, right? So you can make big impacts in your life if you're willing to open, your, open yourself up and just soar. Daniel, let's go back into what it means to be a general manager and some of the challenges you face. One, in the tech industry as a woman. Two, in the tech industry as a minority, and three, being young 
into this role and then having to make an impact in one of the largest regions Microsoft has in the U.S. Talk about some of those challenges and then the mindset you had to just really continue to push through and overcome and to be successful. Sure. So I'll, I'll tell you, being in any leadership position, and I don't know, I can only tell it from my perspective. I'm telling you from the perspective of a Black female, the pressure is always on. Um, and there's it feels like there's always the pressure to, to stand out. Number one, you got to get a seat at the table and you got to find your voice. And one of the things that I've just become so comfortable with and I've said this before, is being unapologetically bold. Um, and oftentimes we as women, we hold back. We sit back and it's almost like we wait for permission to speak. I don't need anybody's permission to, to speak. I have something to add. I have something to contribute. One of the biggest challenges that I've had, not just in being a GM, in a GM role, but just in, in life is those moments of you share an idea and you hear crickets, right? Then all of a sudden, someone else says the exact same thing you said and everybody in the room thinks that that's the greatest idea. I can't tell you how many times that has happened to me throughout my career, throughout my life. And it's a struggle. And I continue to tell myself that I think that people just unconsciously sometimes don't realize what it is that they're doing, but sometimes you feel like you know, you're dismissed or you're not valued. And then you, you, you question yourself and it's, is it me? Am, am, I, am I looking too much into it? Um, and I think maybe sometimes it can be a little bit of both. It can be a little bit of both. So I think that in my role and being in a leadership role, any leadership role, you know, the, the biggest challenge is just finding your space, finding your way. But what I'll tell you, I have become more and more comfortable with is being me. I'm wearing, sporting my Microsoft mom hoodie, right? When I go out, I dress in Danielle style and I go confident with how I show up. And I don't want people looking at the outside and making an assumption of what they see on the outside. You have no idea what's in here and what's in here. So if you'll be open and get to know me and take the time to get to know me as Danielle Estrada, the mom, the wife, the sister, the leader, <laughs> the entrepreneur, the teacher. There's so many things that I have to offer. And my point in becoming more unapologetically bold and not holding back and being in my style um, has just brought me to a new place of comfort, a new place of being able to just be me. And when people get to know me and know what I have to offer, they realize that there's something good in here and that we need her on our team. I love it. This is David, Danielle, and what you've been sharing hits home because many of us have felt that. We felt that challenge to say, one, I'm fighting so hard just to get to the table. Now, two, have I found my voice? Have I accepted and embraced my own style? Because if I can accept me, they're going to have to accept me because the results, the proof, quote, unquote, is in the pudding. And that's what I love about what you said. And this is actually reflective of our second book that's coming out soon, Danielle, called Identically Opposite. And the reason why we wrote that book is because for us being identical twins, we know that there's a challenge that exists growing up. 
I'm trying to find myself not being Danny's shadow. I'm trying to be myself and be unique. Uh, what shirt are you wearing? I can't wear that color. People are going to think we're the same. Well, they always think you're the same. Well, then how do I find my voice? Danny goes into the math and the sciences. I go into the art. And, you know, there's so many different ways to do that. But then now we look at ourselves professionally and say, am I still in the same boat? Am I still trying to find myself even at work? And right. you said, look, hey, they're going to have to accept Danielle's style. I love that. So here's my question to you, Danielle. What are you doing to keep yourself on that edge? Are you reading any books? Are you into podcasts? How do you stay that way? Are you bringing in mentors or coaches? I mean, how do you stay on that edge? Because you've shaped your mind. You've shaped your focus to say, this is who I am, take it or leave it. And people are taking it because you've been showing some great results. But how do you stay on that edge? <laughs> so some people feed themselves through their, their, their inner selves, through, like you said, listening to podcasts, books, things like that. Um, <laughs> what I do to feed me and to keep me on edge is one of the things that I have such a passion for is our young people. And that gives me life. It gives me energy. And when I see a young person that's trying to find their way and I can spend time with them coaching mentoring, just listening. Sometimes mm -hmm. we just need somebody to listen. We need an ear. And I'm always willing to be that ear. And I actually probably sometimes overextend myself because I'm not good at saying no. That is one of my weaknesses is when I see someone that's in need, I want to help and I want to figure yeah. out how to help. So there's some things that I do personally. My daughter's involved in competitive cheerleading. And one of the things that I do is I am the crazy off the hook cheer mom. And that gives me so much life. And the reason why is these kids will take the stage for two minutes and 32 seconds and the entire world will watch them. Everybody wants to see, are the stunts going to stay up in the air? Are you going to throw that tumbling pass and not bust, right? These kids, they get so wound up. They're nervous, they're anxious, every single emotion that you can imagine. They're scared. Yeah. And so if I can act a complete fool for a few minutes, mm -hmm. I dance, I paint my face blue, I jump up and down, I'll have a megaphone, a cowbell, making noise, drumming up the crowd to give them energy and to make them feel loved. That's how I feed Danielle. When I see those smiles, when those kids run off the stage, That's come and run up to me and give me that big hug. When my baby girl walks off stage, right? There's certain, we have, we have certain signals that we have, right? I'm there for her. She's my number one first priority, but I'm also feeding so many other young people. Yep. And so when you ask, what do I do to keep me on edge? That's how, that's how I do it. And it's, it's not, you know, traditional, those things that you typically would do, but when I see that we are developing our future. So I do that through cheer. I do that through speaking to our Howard <laughs> University students that are getting ready to graduate, right? Um, I'm a teacher at Georgetown. So, you know, feeding into our future. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love that it. That is it's, what yeah. just gives me life. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. 
DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up, a guide to successful public speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve the public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Danielle, this is David. I love it. I'm going to tell you this right now. That is so true. When you pour yourself into others and you start to see those pearls of wisdom, the seeds that you drop in there, and they start to take root and they grow, how can you not be excited? It reminds me of, I'm going to say it out here on the podcast, Coach Deion Sanders, Colorado. I mean, he, he calls all these kids his kids. These are my kids. And he pours himself into them. He believes in them. And he said, I don't care if you guys believe in me. I don't need your validation media. I don't need your narrative. These kids are the proof of what I'm doing. And it's amazing because yeah. that's what you've done. Now, you touched on something, and this is dear to my heart. The, the people that follow our podcast, the people that are in our lives, they know we're Howard graduates. Dan and I are advocates for our university. We love our university. You're a lecturer at Georgetown University. I want to ask you about that. But I'm going to just jump into asking about your commitment and work with Howard University. You are doing some incre- incredible stuff. I mean, 
you're touching the computer science department there at Howard University. You're, you're doing something called Capstone. You're, you're, you're making an impact. The involvement that Microsoft's, the commitment that they've made on, on campus at Howard University. Talk about that program, what you're seeing out of that program. And if you want to, you could touch on Georgetown. I have nothing against the Hoyas, but I, I really want to get into what you're doing with the Capstone program and your commitment there at Howard University. Sure. Um, let me just share how I got connected. One of the things that I just I absolutely love about Microsoft is our commitment to diversity and inclusion. And we have, you know, the opportunity to engage in so many different programs um, to, again, help develop our future talent. We want to be recruiting our talent of the future, and we want that talent to be from all spectrums, right? And yep. so we have employee resource groups or ERGs, and one of them is called BAM, Blacks at Microsoft. Um, I'm a board member for our local chapter here in the DMV area, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. And through BAM, we partner with a number of different HBCUs um, and Howard being right in our backyard um, you know, our local BAM team has just wrapped their arms around HU and said, we want this to be a feeder for talent for Microsoft. So any and every opportunity that we can, there's actually an amazing person on my team. I'm going to shout him out. His name is Brian Jamison. He has led the charge of the, the HU Capstone um, project. He came to me. He said, Danielle, hey, can you come and, and speak if you can make time? Absolutely. I'm going to say yes to that. Are you kidding? So the opportunity to come in whenever they have the capstone and be one of the speakers to talk to um, to the students at, at Howard, I am honored um, and I'll do it every single time. I will make time to do that, to feed into them. And then there's other things that we're, that we're doing with Howard. So many other programs through our philanthropies practice, we're feeding into them. You know, I had an opportunity to meet Dr. Rashad when she was still there. I know she's about to um, step down in, in her role, but we've done a number of programs through our philanthropies, Microsoft philanthropies practice with her department as well. So it's just the, the possibilities are endless. And I will say that's not it, right? It's what else do we need to be doing? How else can we be supporting, you know, the HU students and, and doing more to make sure they know the opportunities that await them. So while they're going through their college journey and they're figuring where, where do I want to go, we want to get them connected with our community so that if they need mentors, if they need coaches, if they just need somebody to talk to, if they're in their internship and they're lost and they need a friendly face to talk to, we want to provide all of those resources for our future talent coming out of Howard and make sure that they feel loved and supported and that we can help them look for opportunities when they do graduate because there's been somebody supporting them all throughout their educational journey. And now it's time for them to start cranking and making some money and, and paying it forward <laughs> to all those people that supported them through that journey. So we want to make sure that we're recruiting as well. So I could go on and on and on, but that's how I got connected to the Howard programs and hopefully we can continue to do more for them. This is Danny, and I, I had to jump in and ask a question because I know Dave's going to try to hog the spotlight. This is us trying to find our voice and fighting each other all the time, right? <laughs> really, really excited to hear that because uh, my my heart and Dave's heart, we love HBCUs. We love Howard University. And, and in fact, if you ever want 
any of us to um, come to Howard to speak or any of the HBCUs, please let us know. We actually do a training program today, a public speaking training program for college students and high school students. Nice. We actually have a program we do at uh, SMU here in Dallas. Nice. Uh, so Dave is the, uh, he's the professor, he speaks and teaches in that, that group. And we're excited about it because we tell people, even though you may be young, even though you may be a nerd, which is great, you still need to learn how to articulate your value. And this is not just for business students. This sure. is for engineering students, business students. It doesn't matter what your background is. If you can find your voice and you're being supported, then take the opportunity to articulate what you have because you are valuable. And I tell everybody all the time, you are valuable. I want to really say that the, the work you've done with Microsoft BAM, and I don't think a lot of people understand what that is and how Microsoft is really involved in making sure that every voice is heard at that organization. Can you tell us a little bit more about what Microsoft BAM is and then why does Microsoft care about uh, diversity? Why do they think that this is really crucial to continue to help them to be the number one cloud vendor in the world? Sure, absolutely. So a, a lot of companies, um, it, it's a common practice where a number of corporate companies will establish what they call employee resource groups. And those employee resource groups, I'm, I'm talking about BAM for a second, but at Microsoft, we have so many of them and they're all acronymed out. Um, so I'm just going to just tell you a little bit about some of them. So we have BAM, we have WAM, Women at Microsoft. We have Gleam, which is our um, LGBTQ plus um, community. We have um, Ola for our Hispanic community. We have Asians at Microsoft. We have families at Microsoft. We have disabilities at Microsoft. I could go on and on and on and on and on. And so please forgive me if I forgot to mention any of them, but so I'm just giving you some examples. Um, and I'm involved in many of them. I'm not just involved in BAM. Um, and one of the things that I love about Microsoft is when Satya came in and you could totally feel the cultural shift and change that Microsoft was making he put an emphasis on diversity and inclusion at all spectrums. We report out on it every year, you know, what our footprint, um, you know, what our measures are across diversity and inclusion. And one of the things that we do is we measure our employees. When we do our performance reviews every year, one of the core priorities that we have is your impact on diversity and inclusion. And so I measured on it. I measure my team on it. And so every year, me personally, I always ask myself, how am I going to increase my impact? Obviously, as you know, a black female, um, people make assumptions, but I don't assume. I continue to look at my own growth and how I'm gonna continue to increase my impact. I don't do the same thing every year. I continue to get involved in different things. And so kind of coming back around to your question, what is BAM? So as an employee resource group, that is an opportunity for anyone, any person of color, black, brown, allies, even if you're not a person of color, we invite anybody and everybody to come join this community within Microsoft to learn about our culture. Um, the more that we can learn about our culture, then that helps to kind of break down some of those barriers that we feel and we face within the workplace. We do um, community engagement. Um, one of our other focuses is recruiting. 
How can we um, you know, use this as an arm to bring in diverse talent? So we, as members of this ERG, we're out in the community. We're talking to others, me standing, you know, or sitting here today on this podcast with you talking about, you know, what it is that we do within BAM and within some of our ERGs. Hopefully we get to create that interest. People want to know, well, how do I get into Microsoft? We will do specific events that will be feeders for people to come and learn more about the company and the opportunities that are there for not only college students, but those that are experienced in career. We're trying to reach all spectrums, experienced hires, new hires, people that are making a change, people that are internal to Microsoft. We also are there as a a source for other employees that need help. I can't tell you the number of times that people reach out and say, I'm struggling. I'm struggling in my role and I need somebody to talk to. So that's another thing that we do. And so within the structure of BAM, we have so many different groups where we have like internal connections, external connections, professional development, community engagement. So we have all of these different committees that are doing work to make sure that we're getting out there within our local chapter. And it's not just us locally. We are worldwide. There are chapters all over the U.S. and internationally as well. Um, And I will say I'm going to shout myself out. I made manager of the year for BAM Worldwide last year. So I was recognized as the top manager in the United States for BAM, which was such an honor um, to receive that recognition based on the impact that I've had um, here locally and worldwide within within BAM. So I hope that gives you a, a little bit of insight into what we're doing there. Exciting. First of all, congratulations, Danielle. And what I want to let our audience know is that you can also make an impact. This is this is one of the quotes that you said, which I have to highlight. You said, how can I continue to increase my impact? And a lot of times we think, well, when I'm 65, 70 years old, I'm retired, I have, a, I have this huge opportunity to give back to society. Why wait? Make an impact now. And that impact can actually propel your career allows you to give back. So even being manager of the year at BAM, have an opportunity to say, hey, come speak, have an opportunity to do more things. And even though that you may not be a a black professional, but you can be an ally. And I love what you said. Everyone can be an ally. That's right. Look, I may not understand you because I'm a male, but guess what? Some of the greatest sponsors, the greatest champions for women at Microsoft, women in cloud, women in tech are men. That's right. Because we can be a great ally. You do not have to look like me. You don't have to sound like me. You don't even have to act like me. You can be an ally. If you want to help, you want to learn, please. I'm telling everybody in the audience today, you can all be an ally. So don't ever say, look, I I get what you're trying to do. I understand your cause, but because I don't look like you, I can't contribute. That is false. That is wrong. I want everybody to do that. And then secondly, one thing I think about you and your position is that somebody recommended Microsoft to you. A lot of times we think in our life, where would I be at today if I went at alone? You won't be far. There is somebody that helped you. It would have been a network. It could have been a mentor. It could have been somebody at a trade show, career fair. It could have been anyone. Somebody helped you either by word of mouth, either held your hand. Somebody helped you to get where you are today. And Danielle, for you to be able to go back and be the, the greatest cheerleader mom in the world, to be the greatest champion for uh, the Georgetown and, and HBCUs and all the advocates, I want to hear as well as how, and I saw this, I saw this in Vegas with your employees. I, I love how you champion your employees. You talked talk them up. You didn't talk yourself, you talked them up. 
And there's a couple of them that really made an impact with me, even though we had a chance to go play golf with them, had a chance to listen to a few of them. How do you inspire your people? Because they have a huge quota. You have one of the biggest quotas in the region, and they have to hitch huge numbers. So how do you continue to inspire them to say, look, keep pushing. Don't give up. Believe in yourself. Keep working hard. Keep at it. The customer knows that's that's the right solution. They know it's the right technology. Keep at it. How do you continue to inspire and champion them as well? Do you not? Do you paint your face blue, the Microsoft <laughs> colors? Do you get the bullhorn out? Or you get the pom-poms out? How do you get your people that you lead to continue to stay focused and stay inspired to win on behalf of the customer and on behalf of Microsoft? Yeah. So one of the things that I had the opportunity to, to do throughout my career um, was I went to Stanford University and I went through their executive development program through their D school. And I learned about design thinking, life-changing experience for me, life-changing experience. And one of the things that came out of that experience for me was learning about empathy and leading with empathy. And I try to use empathy in everything that it is that I do. And when I think about my my team, number one, I think about what they're going through. I think about the pressures that they have. I think about the uncomfortable conversations that you have to have as a seller. And one of the things that came out of that experience at Stanford was I learned to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Some of the exercises and experiences that I went through, I thought, oh my gosh, if I can do this, I can do anything. And they kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me for more of that to the point where I'm not sure who can top that. So facing those uncomfortable situations, I know that that's what's top of mind for them. So to keep them inspired and energetic, one of the things that I do is I go in with them. I'm never going to try to push you to do something that I won't do. And so if you are trying to crack that nut on that account, and you're trying to go after that new sale and you're just like, you're sure, I'm going to be right in there with you, arm in arm, neck in neck. We're going to do the reviews together. We're going to go have conversations together with the customer, with our internal account teams. We're going to learn together, right? And so I think what keeps my team there is, and, and, and with me, because my attrition rate is extremely low. The people that are on my team, I, you know, I'm so just grateful for all of them. They don't, they don't leave. Um, and if they want to, because that's what they need to do for their own growth and career, and they want to do something different, they know I got their back. They know if they want my job, I'm going to help them get it. They know that. I'm going to support whatever it is they want to do. Um, and so I think that by the relationship that we have, I know every single person on my team personally and professionally right? We spend more time together with the people that we work with sometimes in our own families, but they are, everyone on my team is a male. And so they are fathers, husbands, friends, brothers, cousins, uncles first. And I lead with that. And they know that their personal priorities come first. And I lead with that. And I continue to reiterate that. And Those are some of the things that they're like, okay, Danielle, okay, Danielle, you want me to take time off or you don't want me to, you know, answer my phone when I'm on vacation. No, I don't. So I get on them about those things, making sure that they're taking care of 
their personal lives, their mental health, right? So I just keep, keep, keep pushing at the importance of those things. And that even being in the role, high pressure role that they're in, everything is a cycle for us. So I tell them all the time, look, I want you to have time to play. I want you to be able to go hang out on the golf course when you want to hang out on the golf course, run your business so that you can make, you can work your business around your personal life. I am saying those words. They work so hard, so much that they get flexed from me. You make your life work the way you need it to work for you as long as you're doing what it is you need to do. So I think that some of those things that I do by getting involved with them, prioritizing them, their families, engaging with them, I hang out with some of them. It's not always just about, you know, numbers, 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 right? You got to connect, you know, on a, a level where we're not just focusing on work. So I do all of those things. And I do come with a little bit of energy. I dance sometimes, you know, I cut up sometimes too, trying to give them energy and life and to keep them going and to keep me going because I work just as hard. So yes. we are a team. We got to feed each other. I'm trying to feed them and I need them to feed me too. So that's the most um, yeah. what I do. <laughs> this is David, Danielle. And I love that because when you're working with the right people, you feed each other, you motivate each other. And when you think about NBA championships, you think about football championships, what the truth is, is not just the individual quote unquote stars. It's the team that wins. You might have the superstar, but it's the team that wins. John Paxton still needs to hit that shot. Steve <laughs> Kerr still needs to hit that shot. Dennis Robbins still needs to get that rebound. Michael Jordan might be the man, but we win as a team. And that's what I hear from you. I love that about what you're saying. I, I, I want to jump into something that maybe a lot of our listeners don't know. Besides all the responsibility you have for growing your region, for developing the leaders within your team, and you talked about, hey, we don't have turnover on my team. People want to come join this team. People grow within this team. Matter of fact, if you're doing your job right as a leader, yeah, you should be thinking about who should be taking your job. And if they're not aspiring to that, they shouldn't be on your team. <laughs> and I love that. That's the mindset you need to have. But I want to touch on something that I think might be uh, missed by a lot of our listeners. You're also a speaker. You join many different platforms to talk not only about Microsoft, but you're pushing the, you're championing what I would call ideas to further change in this space. You know, we just have Microsoft Inspire 23. You spoke recently in, uh, uh, what was it called? The Power Networking Conference in Houston. Yeah. You're about to go on other stages and speak all over the place. What do you learn about yourself whenever you get on these stages? What do you get out of it? Because for a lot of professionals, they don't realize they have to step out of their comfort zone, share their experiences, and push this sense of, I'm going to inspire you to be your best. I'm going to inspire you to be more. We need to get your voice out there. So what do you love about getting on stage? And what do you learn about yourself when you get on stage? We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com 
and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. They all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, the way uh, your website looks, and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step-by-step step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. What I love about getting on stage is what happens after you get off the stage. Um, and when the more and more comfortable <laughs> I've gotten with being uncomfortable, you're able to inspire others and the connections that you make after. When people see someone that looks like them, on stage and they walk away and say, oh my gosh, that could be me. I want that to be me. How do I get on the stage? How do I learn more about how you got into this position? Creating that inspiration, knowing that there's people that you're gonna be touching. You never know who you're gonna impact and how you're gonna impact them. And so that right there, all day, every day, knowing that again, we're developing our future, we're inspiring others, and they're seeing more and more and more of us. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. This is Danny, and what, I, what I'm really encouraged about, and let our audience know, if you get an opportunity to speak, you have an opportunity to share, say yes. And I know Danielle has a huge quota she needs to hit. She inspires her team as the best cheerleader mom, the best cheerleader coach, the best cheerleader leader to allow them to have the confidence to hit their quality, hit their goals. She goes and speaks at Georgetown. She speaks at Howard University as well as other HBCUs to encourage the next future generation to be great leaders and hopefully uh, to be able to make an impact in the cloud ecosystem as well. Because yes, I, I want our 
people that look like me to be able to make an impact in tech. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to say that right now. I want them to make an impact. Danielle is going to be coming to uh, Afrotech. We'll get a chance to connect here. She's going to be traveling all over the place, as David said. So I want to encourage you guys. Look, even if it's at a church function, even if it's at a Cub Scout, Boy Scouts function, Girl Scouts, it doesn't matter what it is. If you get an opportunity to speak, speak, because there is something about you that is valuable to everyone else out there. Don't ever think that you cannot have value. One of the things I love about Danielle is if you look at her, you can see her style. She's not going to come on the stage and look like everybody else. She's going to have a $280 pair of kicks on. That's the type of person she is. She's got that type of style. And so I'm going to tell you that right now that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to focus on her speech, but man, I'm looking at those shoes saying, how can I get a pair? <laughs> How can I get a pair of those shoes? Because she has amazing shoes. Uh, Danielle, real quick, doing all this activity, traveling, uh, yeah. being the manager of the year for BAM and everything else. How do you find this work-life balance? Because you are a cheerleader for your, your kids. You, you really encourage them. You're, you're a cheerleader for your employees. You're really pushing them and, and coaching them and giving them all the inspiration you need. You're also sharing these communities you brought us all to Vegas. You're cheering us on. You're, you're really encouraging us to think outside the box. Hey, stop thinking small mindset. Think huge mindset. Come up with a solution together. Collaborate together with such a unique solution that everybody wants. I'm talking about multi-million dollar opportunities, not this small little stuff. Think big. How do you find this balance between all the stuff that's happening right now? You know, such a great question and something that I get asked all the time is how do you do it all? First thing I got to do is acknowledge, sometimes I get tired. Sometimes I get tired. And what I'll say is everybody has their own definition of balance. And I have my own definition of balance. And when I get to that point where I'm tired, if I got to step back a little bit, I step back a little bit. Um, however, one of the things that I talked to, I've, I've coached and mentored a number of up and coming moms and they're trying to figure out or new wives. And they're like, how do you do it? Like, I, 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 I want to focus in on my career and advancement, but I'm so afraid I won't be able to take care of my responsibilities with my kids and what it is that I need to do. Let me tell you all something very honestly, transparently, I'm going to say, I make things work around me. And when I speak, when I go to customer meetings, when I trap, all of the things that I do are worked around Danielle's schedule. If it doesn't work, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not. I have a junior in college and I have a 15-year-old still at home. I have two amazing parents that are getting older and need help and support as well. Um, I just celebrated my 30th wedding anniversary to the love of my life. I'm a, a wife, <laughs> right? I have to make time for him. And so it just, it's, it's so basic, but I schedule around me and I'm going to say self-care is critical. I get my lashes done. I get my nails done. I get everything that it is that I need done for me, all of that stuff is on the calendar and it's on the calendar when I can fit it in. So if I need to step away for an hour and a half or what we call a lash nap, where I'm going to go and close my eyes and put my phone down for an hour and a half every two weeks, I'm going to do it when I need to do it. 
And I am unapologetically selfish about those times. And the reason why those are my resets, those are my boosts, going and sitting and getting my nails done and getting a pedicure by myself, headphones on, I'm chilling, I'm having a glass of wine. That's me time. And I come back (laughs) with 10 times more energy, ready to rock, ready to roll. But that's Danielle's balance. And so my encouragement is find what your balance is. For me, that's these pockets of hours that I do here and there throughout the week. Um, Or there are times that my boss pinged me the other day and he's like, Danielle, why are we meeting today? You're out of the office. He saw my status showed I'm out of the office. And I'm like, oh, I'm not out of the office. I put myself out of the office because I needed focus time. I needed to step away to clear my mind, to take care of some things. So I put myself as out of the office. He was like, respect. That's the other thing. I have the most supportive manager myself. He has my back. He sees how hard I'm working. He worries about me because he feels like I'm working so hard. But again, it's done in Danielle style with Danielle balance. And when I'm choking, there are certain people that I talk to and I say, I'm choking. I, I need help. I need to pull back. And one of those people is my assistant. She is the lioness of making sure that my calendar is protected. So it is a little difficult to get on my calendar. And sometimes she may not appear to be nice, but she's working on my behalf. She's advocating for me, which is an impossible schedule to manage. But she's also making sure that I have balance, that I have time for lunch, that I have time for a bio break. She knows Every day I have an appointment on my calendar to get up and go pick up my daughter at the bus stop. Those things are non-negotiables. When I have to do those things, those are the things that can't be sacrificed. And they're the things that give me balance. Picking up my baby. We have our little car ride home. How was school today? You know, what's going on? What's the drama? Who likes who? All that. We have those great, you know, mom and Maya conversations. And then I get back to the grind. (laughs) This is Danny. <laughs> that that is wonderful. I love that because one of the things that stand out is you said I make things work around me, and I want to encourage our audience today as you're listening to the podcast, as you're listening to the words of wisdom that we're receiving today from our special guest. I want you guys to think about the fact that you do need to take time for you. A lot of times, Dave and I in our business because we coach technical people. And and we're so grateful to be a Microsoft supplier three years in a row now. And we're actually a supplier of the year finalist uh, last year that we are so excited to help tech professionals realize that you need to take time to train you. Take time out to develop who you are as an individual and then take time out to develop the potential what you can become. It just doesn't happen overnight. You actually have to take the time to do that. And so for the fact that you actually tell your assistant, guard my schedule right here. This is the time with my daughter. It is precious. Guard this time right here because I need, I need to get some time away to reflect, refocus so I can come back and grind even harder. Guard this time right here because if I feel, if I look beautiful, I feel beautiful, I am going to conquer the world. And I think a lot of times people, when they walk out the door, even when they get up in the morning, if I don't have any meetings, I'm still doing my hair. I'm still going to shave. I'm still going to put on a dress shirt or a polo. Because I got to feel good. If I feel good, yes. if I look good and I feel good, you know what? You're going to get the best Danny Brown. And I, my brother and I do this all the time. We go together. He said, what are you wearing? I don't know. What are you wearing? We push <laughs> each other all the time because we both want to look good. And we both want to feel good because we know that if we 
look good and we feel good, we're going to give our audience the best that they need. And I want to encourage all of you guys, please go out there today and don't think that you're not hustling. When you need to take 15 minutes to recharge your batteries, when you need to take five minutes to go and get your nails done or whatever, right. you've got to be able to relax so that you can go forward faster. So I want to encourage all of our audience out there. One of the great things I want to say as we conclude is that uh, we are thankful. Uh, first of all, we know how hard it is. We've been talking to Danielle for a long time to try to get her on our podcast. And we know, we know how hard it is to get her on, how busy she is. And of course, when we're done with the podcast, we're going to make sure that the people know about when this is going to get pushed on public. So I want to encourage all of you guys, find a mentor. Find someone that inspires you. I'm inspired. I mean, I wrote down four quotes from Danielle herself that I'm going to repeat to myself daily this week so it can be ingrained into who I am. And I'm really grateful for that. But I want to encourage you guys, follow her LinkedIn. Go to linkedin.com slash IN slash Danielle uh, slash Hestrada because I think you will find somebody that you can be inspired by. But if you are interested, we talked about this earlier about Microsoft BAM. I want to encourage you guys. If you have children like David does that are in college, Danielle has a, a college student as well as a high school student, BAM has some amazing scholarships. They have five scholarships, $20,000 scholarships. They also have 45 additional $2,000 scholarships. They're continuously asking themselves, how can we impact the future of technology, the future leaders? Why can't we bring them all together? And hopefully this is, will inspire them to want to go work for Microsoft. Because somebody encouraged Danielle to come to Microsoft, here's an opportunity to encourage these amazing students to also not only do well in their education, but also come to Microsoft as well. Danielle, we are so excited that you joined my twin brother and I. We're so grateful for you. We hope that you and your team continue to excel, continue to make your quota, continue to shine. And I love the aspect that you want one of your employees to take your job because that only means one thing, you're going to get promoted as well. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.